Right, hello, welcome to the Codec Moments podcast. I'm Andy Brown, at Clinical Andy on Twitter, and joining me today, Dr. Matthew Holt. Hello. Uh, at Codec Moments on Twitter, and Ali Cornwolf. Hello. Uh, at Corn underscore Wolf. I, d- I had a complete brain yeah. fade then, I'm really sorry. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, look like it's hurting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what happened. I just went blank. Uh, how are we all? Yeah, very well, thank you. Good. Yeah, because it's been uh, it's been quite a while, I think, since all three of us sat down and had a chat. Yeah, yeah, been, actually, isn't it? Mm. Various guests and holidays and other bits and pieces. It's quite nice to see you both. Yeah, does make a pleasant change. Uh, so we're here today to talk about uh, the biggest event that's taking place in what just about two weeks from now, isn't it? Yes. Yep, yeah. My yeah. birthday. Yeah. It Yay. is, yes. Happy oh. birthday to you. Uh, no, don't be silly. It's E3. It's enthusiastic noises from me and Ali yeah. there. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Tumbleweed. Yes, Woo-hoo, it is. <laughs> E3. Uh, so E3 is coming up in about two weeks. Um, well, actually, by the time this comes out, it'll be next week, won't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so E3, E3 is going to be next week. And uh, we thought we'd come with a little bit of well, I guess some of the news, some of the stuff that's been announced, a couple of predictions as to what we hope to see, what we think we might see, a couple of couple yeah. of the ludicrous, yeah. couple of the ludicrous suggestions that we've had from uh, people on our Discord server. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do it. It's it's our fourth annual pre three show, and it's the first one people will hear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's first one being released. No, in in fairness, it's generally the post E three one. Which we drop off on, oh, so we've good still point. got is actually, we've still it? got time to uh, to keep that tradition alive. Yeah, or we could just release 2016's post E3 episode. We could, but I haven't finished editing it yet. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Let me know if that's if that's the direction we're heading, and I'll I'll try and find that audio. Bonus cool. episode. Fact, to be honest, I'm still. I think I'm still trying to cut the crackle out of Cullen's audio. <laughs> All those cans. Yeah, he's getting through his iron brew stash before they took it off him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, who who wants to kick off then? Who um, who's got something they uh, they desperately want to want to say? I'm excited about this, or I think this is going to happen. Well, I'll I'll, I'll kick off uh, because. I said to you guys just before we start recording, the one prediction that I genuinely had that I was going to go into a bit of detail about and, and put some real thought into as just had the rug pulled out from underneath me because <laughs> did they, at the point of recording four it? hours yeah. ago, they announced the release date of Death Stranding. <laughs> so 8th of November this year. Um, I'm excited about it, but yeah, that was going to be one of my predictions that we were going to get the release date, and, and we have just you know so did, just before we said anything. Just out of interest, did you were you actually going to go as far as to predict when the date may be? I was. It wouldn't have been November the eighth. Okay. Well, what was, I would it have been next year. What were you going for next year? And I was. I was. I was thinking sort of end of August actually. Oh, I thought right, we might right. get a surprise and get it earlier. Um, I'm still quite surprised it's eighth of November in honesty, but but yeah. So yeah, so Hideo Kojima's new game, Death Stranding, um, with uh, oh God, what's his name from The Walking Dead? Who's 
Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Yep. My complete brain fade is is still present. And uh, Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like he was still in it from appeared briefly in the trailer. You've got Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I spotted a glimpse of him. Was it Nicholas Winding Redfern or Reffin? Have you pronounced his surname? Was it the guy who directed Drive? I'm sure. Sure, him. I'm sure I saw him pop up somewhere. So there's you know, a fair fair amount cool. of people in it, and I still have no clue what it's about. <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic postman that avoids ghosts, as far as I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's some great memes going around. That is, that's a game <laughs> but, I definitely but, play. <laughs> but it does. It, I was watching, watching obviously the extended gameplay footage, thinking, "Oh yeah, it's like it's like Metal Gear Solid Six without Snake." That's genuinely what I was thinking. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am. It'll be completely nuts. They always are, and it'll be enjoyable as hell. So for those of us who've not seen it, then what's what's the trailer? What's it like? What happens? <laughs> Is it is it is it something you can actually conceptualise with words? No, not even going to attempt it. It's eight and a half minutes long. It's a typical Kojima one. There's lots of lens flare and blurry images and babies in holes and and wandering across landscapes. Um, there's looks like a little bit of bridge building and some other bits and pieces, but no, no, it's, it's not something I can think I can put into words. You just just go and watch it. Make your own minds up. See if you can piece together anything at all that's happening. Yeah, I've I've not I've not watched the trailer yet. Cause it, it was literally released a few hours before we hit record. Um, and if I'm honest, I I I have I, I have no feelings towards it at all. It looks weird as hell, and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It might be something that I'll see everyone else playing it first and make my own assumption. But it's definitely out there. It's not not your type of game. I don't even know what it is. I can't. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I've not really. There is gameplay, but it's just someone running around. I mean, there's plenty of running simulators. Stu could probably give me a list I can get for free off Steam or something. Just play Firewatch. I'm sure. I'm sure they're they're equivalent. Yeah. yeah. Um, same graphics. Yeah, same graphics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it looks to me like it's leaning quite heavily on the the more supernatural aspects, the Metal Gear. Did and and it is. Metal Gear leaned pretty heavily on those at times. Yeah, it it did. It looks like it's got quite a heavy stealth mechanic. Um, there's there's combat, there's action. Uh, yeah, until it'll be one of those. Until it is released, until you play it, we won't know what it is. I've not. I mean, I've not. I've not seen this trailer yet, so I'm going to go away and have a look before I comment too far. But the the previous hmm. stuff I'd seen kind of reminded me of what would happen if everybody's gone to the rapture met the black oil from the x-files <laughs> there's a you know, in fairness there's a little bit of that in it uh there's uh quite a heavy vibe of um oh what was the russian film with the alien invasion darkest hour okay uh where the you can only see them under certain conditions um yeah, it's it's quite hard to say what it's going to be like, but Death Stranding, eighth of November. I was going to predict today. Absolutely no point now because Kojima's just done it all for us. And, and in reality, I think everyone's nicely surprised that it's coming sooner than they thought. So, have we have we got any other predictions that have um have been pulled out from under us? Yeah, well, it's not a, a prediction. It was more of a a question because um, obviously Square are doing a show. My prediction or kind of question was, are we actually going to see anything about this 
Avengers game that they're making because they have the license for it, I believe, or some of the license. Yes. And then they announced on Twitter today that he's going to be at the show. Yay! Yeah, so um, who knows what that is going to be? Because I think, was it last year or the year before? They teased it, didn't we they? we saw yeah. something. Two, I think it's been two years since yeah. they said they've given it to Crystal Dynamics I, to work on. That's why they've yeah. not been doing the Tomb Raider game. I was about to ask if this was Crystal Dynamics. Now that, that bodes well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that we're not only going to get to see something of it. I'm I'm hoping we could get a a silly season release or original silly season, not February. Um, so maybe a, a Christmas release for it. But just because they've they've not said anything about it. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that we are going to get a release date as well. And this is what it is. Whether it's an Avengers game, well, it is an Avengers game, but you know whether it follows the films or or, or what it does. Oh yeah, whether it's standalone or, or something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it feels like it it won't necessarily follow the films because I think they've missed the boat for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they may have had to wait until the films were over till they could do anything with it, mm-hmm. just in case because they could be following the comics, but obviously. They, they, they knit very closely together and they could be doing themes that could potentially have spoiled things for yeah, people that don't read the comics. Yeah, possible. Um, so if anybody is looking forward to that game, you've not seen Endgame, probably don't watch the trailer for that, just in case. Would be yeah. a, a little warning. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about the prospects of the Crystal Dynamics Avengers game, I'm not going to lie. That sounds awesome. Yeah, especially if it's co-op as well. Can you imagine Avengers, but like Division? So you like get to go in as like a party of four and just go and... Now you've just kind of ruined it. Now now you've just made me think of Anthem. No, not Anthem. Now I want to go and shower. Sorry. No, you're right. It is. It's just Anthem, isn't it? Oh, God, no. Not that way. Anthem's not Not that way. The the interesting aspects of that, and just just focusing on what Ali's saying, actually, um, would be that you could have some really truly different character classes though because you can have Iron Man who can fly and then you'd have Hawkeye who you know stuck to the ground and jumping around and I that could be an interesting way of um of diversifying the gameplay although would you end up in that situation where it's just like I don't want to be Hawkeye yeah (laughs) Or someone goes in as the Hulk, presses the wrong button, does a transformation, and stands there as Bruce Banner next to her, next to Thanos, and you're like, "Ah, oh, bugger! <laughs> Press the wrong button." Someone revive me, Bang. please. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite good fun. Uh, yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah, I yeah, think I do, it, I do want to see what that's going to be like. With it being the Avengers, I think it'll. It, I think it'll have to come with the game. It'll have to be co-op in some way, shape, or form. I don't think it cannot be. It does. It does feel like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what else then? Um, I, was the, I, I suppose another thing that is a bit of an open secret, isn't it? Um, that it's going to be on display, but probably not as a major conference title. But um, the next Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. People can't work out if it's a reboot or not. But we've also heard, am I right, Ali, in saying that actually on the 30th of May, they're going to announce this anyway before we yeah. even get to the event. Or at least a, a trailer, because they put a tease out with just some audio, I think, or or something like that. So, um, but yeah, th- there's, there's going to be something tomorrow as we're recording on Twitter and everywhere that will be about it. So 
obviously it's going to be I say obviously unless they decide just to show it on the show floor but it'll be part of the Microsoft conference if it's anywhere because they're not I doing their think own as far as Activision have said and it doesn't mean it's limited to just this it's only going to be on the E3 Coliseum thing oh okay they haven't said it's attached yeah. to that doesn't mean it won't yeah. appear somewhere else but because um, that's the thing yeah. for for a lot of the publishers that so like EA although they do their own thing a little bit whereas they used to split their games across several of the the, the platforms you know the, the big three or maybe yeah. Sony and Microsoft this time it's either you show it at the Coliseum you show it on the Microsoft stand or you bring your own stuff and if you don't tick one of those boxes you just have to splash it on social media which is kind of what we're getting now. Interesting. Yeah, I mean I'd be surprised if they're on the Microsoft stand if I'm honest because of the tie-in they've had with PlayStation this generation for the for the early content. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how long that lasts because it was on the Xbox wasn't it until 2 or 3 years ago. I could, yeah, it was. I couldn't tell you exactly when it, it switched over off yeah. the top of my head. But yeah, it, yeah, I'm, it yeah, was. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, was it... Was it? I can't remember which one transitioned over. Was it World War Two? No, it was the one before that. Was it Black Ops 3 then? I think so. I mean, not, not being I rude, but so. I, can't, I can't see them... I can't see them making a switch at this point when we're so no. close to two lots of new hardware... And until yeah, yeah, they know yeah. what the player base is going to be like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, mm, true. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but like I say, anything that's you know not got their own standard in the Coliseum will be on the Microsoft stand, I guess. I mean, I, I can't wait because I, no I, my my interest in the series dropped off after Modern Warfare Three significantly. So I'm I want to see what they're bringing back. I was kind of I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this Modern Warfare Two remaster that they've been talking about as well i was gonna say i know they got a lot of flack for the most recent one whatever it's called i know a lot of people cullen one of the one of the people has said how much fun the is it, the is it hard line, the blackout. blackout sorry yeah the blackout oh. mode the the battle royale kind of mode is one of the best around but it just doesn't get enough exposure but i also know that the call of duty themselves activision whoever have had a lot of slating from um, finance guys and, and whatnot because they didn't put a single player mode in, and I think that it scuppers some of the the figures and different things. So they've been people told they've got to have a single player in. Yeah, people didn't buy it because of that yeah. lack of single player. They said, "Oh, it's not going to hurt us." They might monetize the multiplayer and they might make the revenue that way, but single player tends to sell the game in the first place. And yeah. I know that was it, it was a reason I didn't pick it up because yeah. there was no single player campaign in it. Because I may play them for the single player and dip in and out of the multiplayer, but just didn't bother this time round. See, I'm just not a fan of unless I'm playing a. I think we've discussed this before, like a sci-fi shooter, uh, like Titanfall or something like that. I won't bother with any of the Call of Duty games where you've got jetpacks and that. Whichever one it was, where it had it, it just ruined. Oh, I'm it with for you me. on that one. I'm, I'm totally Ghost. with you on that one. So World War Two was really good, really enjoyed that, and I, I've hardly touched the single player mode because I just play. It I think Ad- Advanced mm. Warfare was about as far as I got, and that's that's where they started yeah. to introduce that mechanic and stuff. But when yeah, after that, it just yeah, it just yeah, it didn't appeal to me anymore. No, I think it's just because there's it's hard enough to kill people that have got like reactions of a fighter pilot and 
all over the place. <laughs> I, I, I can take that. It is what it is. But when you then add the element that they could be anywhere on the goddamn map and you're like, well... Yeah, you it was that it was that point at which I just about mastered the drop shot, and then suddenly realised that I was just making myself a bigger target from somebody above me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I hate quick scoping, but what that's don't get me started on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Shouldn't be able to use a sniper rifle as a shotgun. There we go. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> there's like there's some, there's some really deep-seated feelings in there about that, aren't there? I hate I'd, it. I'd say I think there's worth mentioning because you you mentioned ea yeah. and yeah they've they are doing that like i said they're doing their own thing again this year though they've opted not to actually do a press conference this time around so they are going to have hands-on i assume for the press only um all the new games are coming up so whatever it's all the sports these title. Days. Uh, but it's um a big one around uh, jedi fallen order so we should get quite a bit of gameplay on that but that's only an EA specific event. That's is it the first two days that they run it? Yeah, and I've yeah. and I've been told that, or I've I've seen, should I say, that they is that they're not showing the new Need for Speed at all at EA at E three, which is right. baffling. So there is there a new Need for Speed? Because I thought the last one had just killed the franchise. No, they announced that there was going to be a new one sometime last year, but I don't know. I can't remember when, but there's definitely going to be a new one this year, and there's been rumours about it and and, and whatnot. But they've, 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 for some, I think it's out in November. I think they've even put a a release date on it. I think. Hmm. But yeah, they're not, they decided not to take it to to E3 or to their thing that they have. Right, interesting. Yeah, I'll have to see what happens with that then. The other game that's definitely been announced is 100% being at E. Well, will be at E3 is Gears of War. There was a little teaser okay. poster for Gears of War 5 that's going to be there, which is a given anyway. Um, that was teased last year, along with the random pop game that's coming out with the pop vinyls and all sorts of random stuff that they did last year. I think Microsoft, I know they're their only big player there in terms of a hardware and oh. party and all that. Um, is it is Microsoft. I was going to say Nintendo there. Well, yeah, but uh, uh, it's just a treehouse thing, isn't it? I don't think it's. No, no, I think it's, it's just it's, a, they've, they've got a show. They've yeah, got but a, is it, isn't it just a direct reel? No, no, oh, no they no, actually on um, stage and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's going to be fun. Cause you, I listen um, to the Bowser's um, going to be up there, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they they did a Pokemon thing today. Did they? Oh, yesterday, and they now do it in Chinese as well because they're going into the Chinese market. So you have to listen to it three times. It was tough. The Animal Crossing, was it? Yeah, that'll be that'll be their big. I think that'll be their big talking point. Yeah. The new the new Pokemon game will get some. Maybe Metro Prime. Oh, Metroid! Yeah, oh. Metroid. And there's rumours about an F Zero game as well. There's quite a yes. few the rumour mills. Yeah, right, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I think Microsoft could be very interesting because of the all the different uh, developers that they snapped up last year. Yeah, that are had already been working on things for them. Yeah, but then they announced that you know we're buying you, we're buying you, we're buying you. <laughs> we're buying um, everybody. I, I won't be surprised. Yeah, let's buy everyone. Um, I won't be surprised if there's more parties that they're saying are now part of the Microsoft Studios umbrella. With the studios they snapped up, then do you 
so and the, in fact we've got opportunity for big announcements on what they're working on even if we don't get a time frame hmm. for the releases do you think they will come up and advertise something genuinely different or exciting or are we just going to get a whole raft of races and shooters from them because i think i'm not i'm i'm still not convinced that microsoft really know the type of game to pitch no, but, uh, and they're, they're a bit generic as good as the games can be it feels yeah. very generic at times now i think they need something to lift them and the really exciting stuff over the last couple of years is all the stuff that's got canned like was it was it spellbound i want to say Scalebound. Scalebound. Yeah. You know, the really exciting stuff just disappeared, didn't it, off the map? It's never never come to fruition. I think they've they've got to. The, the, yeah. There's no if about it, because let's be fair, as it stands, I know there's an argument about which is the best console and all that. No, this 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 isn't even about that. I think as a as a company No, yeah, but you what, look what, at that you've got to have a reason to buy into them. Yes. And at and, the moment I'm not I'm not sure they haven't, and everything that they do talk about and, and potentially going to show at the event is just going to be multi-platform. And it's great that you get partnerships they, with the publishers and developers, but if it's multi-platform, you can buy it somewhere else. You are they really selling to a market? They've got a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That I mean, a huge opportunity here. I don't know. I mean, you, you've got to think them as an entire studio, I suppose, haven't you? They've got three, four, three. They've got rare. Yep. Yeah, um, they've got Obsidian now. Yeah, Ninja Theory. Yeah, uh, Turn Ten. Yeah, I mean they've got playground games. They've got some big. Slopes. They've got some big franchises, um, and there's going to be some some releases of those this year, aren't there? So we, you know, well, yeah, we expect to see um, Halo Infinite, the new Gears yeah. game. Yeah, so what they need to, to do long long running big franchises, but not necessarily something that's going to excite massively. No, but, they, I but think they're they, trying. I mean, look at Sea of Thieves. That was yeah, I mean, that was a really that was something really different. Uh, that they that unfortunately they just didn't launch it well enough. It sounds like and Ali, you said didn't you? you've been playing it again recently, and there's yeah. quite a big difference to it. But that's like a year on. Yeah, and, and, but the the thing I will say that's good about Sea of Thieves, although the content wasn't there, the gameplay was. Yeah. And they had a really good, although not very long-lasting foundation, but it was really, really good. It was very solid. The gameplay was solid. The the mechanics, the, the way that the ship was in the water and things like that, and some stuff that they could have botched for the sake of content, but they didn't. Mm. And then they've added the content on. Um. And I think that's why it's part of the Game Pass was because whether they could, I know they did sell it, but whether they could say, you know, give us 40 quid, here's a game, but it's not quite finished. The point it's at now, it's fantastic. Yeah. There's so much stuff to do in it. There's so much fun. And they've even tweaked it now. So when you get hit by uh, all sorts of stuff, that, anything that can damage your boat, you get different grades of okay. damage. Yeah. So, you know, you get a scuff, which you still have to put a, a panel on, but... It, it repairs it quicker and things. So they, they've done a good right. job on that. But I, I do think that Microsoft need to really up their kind of single-player games. But basically, they've got to do something to combat Sony because at the minute, Sony are killing it with, with the, those games. Granted, there might not be an awful lot coming this year because they you know blew their wad massively in 2018 because we had Gears of War, uh, Gears of War, God of War, <laughs> um, <laughs> Spider-Man, trying to think of the other one that we 
played. Obviously, they've had Horizon Zero Dawn. I think that was that last year or the year before. Yeah, Days Gone before, I think. And they yeah. they've yeah. Obviously, they've got Death Stranding coming as well. They've just had Days Gone, Blood and Truth. Yeah, they're, they're and, oh yeah, it's got the all the VR stuff, stuff as well. So yeah. I think they're going to have to bring something from one of those studios, and I'm hoping that they've already been working on something for them. And then it was just a case of doing all the, you know, crossing the yeah. crossing the T's, dotting the I's to, to get them as part of the studio to make it possibly exclusive. Yeah. Let's um no, be, I, I I do want to see something something exciting, and yeah. you know what, it it might even be just it's the new hardware. So because there's obviously there's the Xbox One S all digital, isn't it? The, mm-hmm. That is that out yet? It's not out yet, is it? That's out after E three. Uh, pass. I don't know. It's, it's coming. It's <laughs> yeah. coming. Um, there's potential for hardware revisions for the X that could happen. Um, but there's the possibility that now we're in the the window and the time frame, and Sony have already said, yeah, this is the kind of specs we're working with. Are they going to start talking about the next generation as well? I think they may be putting a lot of their eggs in the X Cloud basket. Okay. I I think that they are. They're going that that route or route for our American friends, and um, I I personally think that they they might not be looking at hardware. They might just be looking at basically a thin client that's the back end is powerful enough to run it on whatever you want. Yeah. I I think they've they've seen the light, and we've seen that there's a slight partnership with Nintendo. I think they've seen the light with what Nintendo have done with with their console. And they're working on this massive form of servers that will somehow push out 4K quality games or, or near as damn it to any console if they're happy to put that app or whatever, however it runs on their on their hardware so yeah. people can get games everywhere. I, I have a feeling they may drop out of the the console market potentially or at least have something like the the S without the drive and yeah. stuff mm. and go down that thin client route. So you can go and buy this little device a bit like the, like an Apple TV or, or something like that. Stadia. Yeah. Thing. And it's just there, but it's ridiculously powerful. And I, I don't know. I, th- I think, like I say, and I think Nintendo will be on Sony standard, Sony like Microsoft standard or vice versa or a bit of both. I think there'll be something there because they've already got a little bit of a partnership with, Minecraft, you can play Minecraft on the on the Switch, and you'll get achievements. And they've already said that they're working together on the X Cloud stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, so is Sony a little bit. So, what do you what do you think about this Fable Four rumor that's been circulating? Yeah, I think it'll be announced. I think Playground Games will be there, um, and they'll announce it. I I hope it that's if it is Fable. It could just be something completely different, or they might name it something different, and it could be a maybe a prequel to Fable or something, or a I don't know, set in whatever time. But I, I do believe it's it's going to be at E3, and I think that's a given. They're just trying to keep it massively under wraps because it was announced, I want to say three years ago now, because we were unsure if we were going to get Forza Horizon 4, and we did. Mm. But Playground Games have been working on a RPG game of some kind for, I would say, four years. So I think we're close to a release and a reveal. And I, and I think, I'm not sure if Microsoft are trying to play that game of not giving people stuff too early and then just giving it them. A bit like yeah. Bethesda do. 
I don't know. I or we're just going to get a lot of <laughs> trailers this year and nothing for a couple of years. But yeah. Microsoft have got to do something this year because if not, it'll turn a lot of people off. If you look at what happened with, you know, as Matt alluded to earlier, what happened with Scalebound, it's it's easy to get your fingers burnt, isn't it? If you if you push stuff too yeah, early. Yeah, in fairness, they've probably yeah. learned, learned quite a bit from that. But you just, you just said something interesting then. So go on. Bethesda. They've got a lot to talk about, I think, this time round. And QuakeCon... Oh, QuakeCon, is it just after E3 as well? Yeah, the one in the UK. There's one in Europe and there's one in the US. I think they're following mm. on the same same weekend or same couple of days. I think it's just after E3. It might be the back end of it, actually. Um, okay. So they've got a lot to talk about. And in- I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of surprises from them. Is it the end of July, QuakeCon? Is it the end of July? Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think there's going to be too much surprise. There's been rumours for quite a while that New Elder Scrolls game's on the way. We already know we're getting a new Doom. They've, well, they've already announced the New Elder Scrolls Doom. game. You just, unfortunately, you didn't get any footage at all. It was just like oh, a backdrop yeah. on a logo. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doom Eternal. Yeah, I've, I'm, I want to see that. I, I think really that'll be out this year. That. You think it'll be next year? May time? No, this year. I, no, year. I think this year. Think I this think year? let's go October, end of October. I, I think, think I think it'll be next May, and it'll release with VR as well. Oh, that could be sickening. <laughs> <laughs> That's a prediction for you. Uh, no, but no, Doom Eternal we know exists and it should be good. Um, I, I still I'll stick one of my crazy predictions in because I think on last year's oh, bingo card oh, go on. Um, that we'll get Fallout Four on PSVR. We'll Don't you say that? Have you ever said that every year for the last yeah, years. For the last two years. Yep. Yeah. But okay. but we were vaguely right about No Man's Sky, so one day we might be right about Fallout Four. Here's a prediction for you yeah. then, because they're going for the craziness and what they did last year. I think Slipknot will be on stage <laughs> for when they release Doom. Just Slipping doing up. some completely... In- yeah, because if they're doing Doom, it's going to have to be quite heavy, fast-paced. I suppose the I um, suppose the kicker is if yeah. Nine Inch Nails come on stage, we know we're going to get a Quake announcement. Quake game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, well, no I, I think they'll, they'll go completely completely random. It'll be somebody like Chesney Hawks. <laughs> Chesney Hawks? <laughs> be Chesney be Hawks in for the Elder Scrolls reveal. Doom, Doom mm. Eternal, be the one and only. Yeah, and and obviously there is rumours or did they say something once about some sci-fi Starfield they've been working on this yes they are they're working on it I think they've um, again it's just isn't it just a logo and a backdrop we've seen on that one I think they've uh, yeah we had a teaser uh, last year in um, at E3 I think but they've I I thought they'd said they weren't going to be talking about it this year I'm not sure I have a feeling Starfield's going to be vaporware or at least you know it's going to be some time <laughs> before we see it which which Bethesda game do you think I can never remember the main guy's name but which game do you think he will come on to the uh, Microsoft stage with because that's a solid kind of E3 staple at the minute that he'll walk on and he normally does it about Fallout and stuff I, I'd be tempted to say they'll do it with Doom yeah because I think a new Doom would be closer than any of the others. Yeah, because they have a very good relationship, don't they? With, yeah, between the two of yeah, them. Yeah, I'd be tempted. I'd be tempted to say it. they might come on and talk about Doom yeah. that way. I mean, they might. They might use it as an opportunity to um, to push 
you know, new content and and continuing support for Fallout seventy six. I th- I won't be you surprised what, yeah? Yeah. if sometime like either straight after the event or for for a week afterwards, Fallout seventy six will be free. Not completely. You know, no, actually, I but just for a week or something I like that for people be, to try. I wouldn't be shocked if it went free to play. Yeah. Mm, ah, okay, so we'll take that as take that as yeah. another as the prediction and the announce that yeah. Fallout seventy six is going to be free to play immediately or a bit further down the line. I, I would say immediately, yeah, they, but I think they're going to do it. I think they've be. got to do it there and then to capitalize on right. the um to capitalize yeah. on the the publicity. And I think as a worst case scenario is like a contingency, it'll be free for a week or, you know, the week of E3, you can go on and play it for free to get a taster and get it for half price or something. Right. If it isn't completely free to play. Okay. If they do go down that route. There's only so many times you can slash the price in half before it just becomes infinitesimally small anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) So, um... Moving on from there, we've got yeah. Ubisoft. Oh, I've got oh, one. Yeah, they've got, they've <laughs> got a show. show, haven't they? Yeah, it'll be- I love watching their show. I, I laugh every time. It's brilliant. Although I did miss, um, is it Aisha? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she hasn't done the last two, has she? Aisha no. Clark. Is, is it Clark or Taylor? Taylor. Aisha Taylor. Yeah. Aisha Taylor. Yeah. Uh, whether we're going to see anything from Skull of Bones, don't know. It's been delayed. I think they have. I think they have to to remind people that it's a game yeah yeah because it looked really good what they showed last year but yeah. then just nothing I was expecting it to be out this year but did they say next year or the end of the year I can't I don't remember. know I don't know so I've got I haven't kept I haven't kept up with the release date on that I've got a Ubisoft prediction yes anybody who has actually bothered to listen to our uh, pre-E3 podcast for the past five years is is gonna know what's coming now Splinter Cell they're going to announce a new Splinter <laughs> yeah. Cell game. I actually I, genuinely think it's really unlikely. Um, I don't know because they seem to be teasing it a lot. There's little drops yeah. going in, um, and I think isn't there an Easter egg? Because got, got, Cullen's been finding Easter eggs everywhere. They've got so much. For it. They've got so much going on this year, though. So you've got Breakpoint, uh, the new Ghost Recon game, Beyond Good and Evil Two. As we said, I reckon Skull and Bones. Um, Watch Dogs Three. We'll come back to that. Well, that's my that's my prediction but that we're going to get an announcement that Watch Dogs Three yeah. is a thing in April. Um, the he's Guillemot was interviewed and he said about Splinter Cell. Um, what does he say? When you create a game, you've got to make sure um, you come with something that'll be different enough from what you did before. Uh, and apparently, he basically intimated that a lot of the because of the fan feedback they had to blacklist and conviction a lot of the Ubisoft studios didn't really want to work on Splinter Cell. They were nervous about it, basically thinking... Oh, but Blacklist was really good. Blacklist was great. I thought it was a brilliant game. Yeah, and it, I, and it, it did address it a lot needed... of the, the issues that people had with Conviction. Um, but he's he's gone on to say there's um, there are now some things and some people that are looking at the brand, taking care of the brand, and at one point you'll see something, but I can't say more than that. So that was in April... I wonder if we don't get if if Watch Dogs three is announced, then you're not getting a Splinter Cell. No, I would Cell. agree, and I think Watch Dogs three is more more likely this year. Maybe I've still not completed two, but um, well, that, and I think if you uh, get that's Splinter not what Cell, you're you basing 3. their conference on, Ali. What you've you've completed or not? 
<laughs> it would just be another another game. Oh, no, 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 no! Stop! We cannot announce Watch Dogs Three because Ali has not completed it. Oh yeah, too right. Yeah. Since, um, when, did, think... since when did Sebastian Loeb work for? <laughs> Hello, I'm Sebastian. <laughs> I work for Ubisoft do you, um, now. <laughs> do you think we'll get another fusion game or an, an update on it? A bit of trials. They're still in the DLC cycle of the last game, aren't they? So unless there's yeah. um. Unless there's something radical they want to chuck in um, game mode-wise, or, or actually it wouldn't surprise me if there was something free offered up on the console stores during E3, because Ubisoft is usually quite good yeah. for things like that. Just sort They've of got to have something yeah, wacky and more, out there. Yeah, um, but I'm not, I'm not sure we'll get anything revolutionary, but I think it'll get referenced because it, you know, it's been a, a decent-selling title. It's a, it's a great game. Uh, they might just use the opportunity to remind people it's out there and, and boost a few sales. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a completely side note as well. I was watching, there's a, a program on Netflix. I think it's about the fight or something like that, which is all about For Honor. All right. And okay. they're making that. And the, the designer spent had this idea about this game for about 10 years before he actually managed to get it to be made. And Ubisoft listened to him and, and got it out there. So it's really interesting. It's about an hour and a half long. But really, really interesting. I suppose another possibility yeah. is um, is a Rainbow Six announcement. I don't know because they're doing the seasons, aren't they? That's where they're at with a lot of their titles. Is they put out a a decent base game like like with uh, Rainbow Six is really good, but then they just supplement it with extra seasons. So I think they're on. Is it season it's, six? It's quite a way, isn't it? Now something like that, they might, and they just they might. add. Um, I don't they know, might mention something. that there's going to be another season, I suppose. Mind you, yeah. they, no, they have just announced it, haven't they? Yeah. Is it, I want to say it's Parabolum, but it, it wasn't. Was that the one before? Season. I, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've on it. We're on season four at the moment, which oh, um, ends in December. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe not anything on Rainbow Six. That's just ticking along, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'll see anything from South Park. Whether we get another Raymond Rab- uh, Raven Rabbits and Mario game, don't know. Because that's mm-hmm. a couple of years old now. There could be another one of those. Because that's really good fun. But other than that, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting. I love I love watching the Ubisoft ones because they're just wacky. Yeah, they're insane, Great. aren't they? Yeah. Um... And so it, other other publishers, you mentioned Square earlier on because we talked a bit about Avengers, but that's not necessarily the only thing they've got to talk about because they are the kings of RPGs. Yeah. I've um I've got one that's not on our list. Go on. Then. Uh Rocksteady. Yeah, there's <sighs> been yeah. they've been quiet. The last thing they did so, was it some DLC or VR or something? It was um, it was the Arkham VR, wasn't it? The last Arkham thing Knight. Yeah, Arkham but there's VR, there's a lot yeah. of rumours they're going to be doing um a DC another DC based game. It's not it's not going to be a Batman game because the the rumour is that's WB Montreal who are doing the next Batman game, but which the, could also be announced at E3 apparently. Yeah, uh-huh. the rumour is Justice League. Yeah, and it comes from there's there's kind of the 
the rationale behind them making an announcement is that in February they posted job adverts for a lead brand artist who can, uh, you know, in quotes, create world-class marketing materials for an exciting AAA game. And they also look for a video uh, promo artist to assist with a global marketing campaign for a very high-profile AAA game franchise. And then, basically, they employed somebody last week <laughs> as a QA tester <laughs> called Eddie Stubbington, who um, immediately posted a tweet saying... Yay, I'm going to be working at Rocksteady as a QA tester with a picture of the Justice League attached to it. Oh, <laughs> and that was and that was deleted almost head. immediately and uh, replaced with exactly the same wording, but a Jonah Hill gif. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and I was having a look at their website earlier, and it's all what, what I struck was most interesting. They've got a lot of two-year contracts for QA testers and technical people at the moment and analysts. Ooh. And it makes me wonder, is it going to be online game as a service type thing if they're taking people on, if they're committing to people to do those kind of roles for the next two years, either they're not as far along in development or they're committing to something for the next two years. Yeah. Yeah, unless it's DLC and things that they may be, you know, committing to. There was quite a bit of DLC, not so much for the Arkham Asylum. I don't think there was any DLC for that as such, if I remember rightly. After the no, I think you're right. I think it was just self-contained, wasn't it? I don't know why I'm questioning myself. There wasn't no. any DLC for that. But um, I, there was for the others. So whether they, they're they latching onto the DLC thing and that's the two-year well, cycle. It went maybe? horribly wrong with Arkham Knight, didn't it? The Yeah. The, post, the post-release. So I don't know, maybe. No, no it worked all right. Yeah. Yeah, it was shocking on the, oh, the PC. PC oh, the whole entire game was shocking it, yeah. on the PC. It wasn't the DLC; yeah. it was the whole yeah. release and right from launch. But console, it was quite smooth. And the DLC yeah, I, was, I the DLC was yeah. nice and and actually encouraged you to to in effect hundred percent the DLC as well as the the game. So yeah, so my my money's on Rocksteady bringing out something Justice Leaguey. Yeah, where where do you think they're going to show it, Andy? Do you think they'll just do it in the Coliseum? Do you think it'll be on the show floor? Or do you think it will be on Microsoft stand? That'd be interesting. It's got to be because, you know, nine times out of ten, you you can kind of go, mm, PlayStation might have this, Xbox will have that, and you can kind of distribute some of them out. This year, it's either here or it's just coming out randomly. So, so to try and, try and work out where it's going to be, what have Warner Brothers done in the past? Whenever they've announced a game, because to my memory, they've not necessarily partnered with anyone, have they? No one about Rocksteady. Yeah, but it'd be published the publisher by Warner is Warner Brothers. Oh, they are, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd, but I think to get the, the big exposure, the, the impact, it's got to be on you know in a big stand that's getting the numbers. I mean, you'll get the numbers regardless. But. Anything here gets massive amounts of press coverage. It doesn't yeah. doesn't have to be tied to the console because we know the publishers will do their own bits. Like I said, this um, I'm not aware of Warner Brothers doing a showcase, but it doesn't mean that they won't. Depends have what they've got to show, I guess, if they've got enough. But no, it's it's interesting where because there are a lot of awesome games that we won't even know about till. Well, I would say EGX, but that's by the by. Because um, we've got, we've got um, Gamescom yet to come. We've got true. Um, yeah. uh, Tokyo Game Show. You've got Paris Games Week. So the, the E3 is not 
the only show for announcements. And I think, in fairness, as we've seen from a number of them recently, you know, publishers, etc., that they don't wait for the press shows anymore. They do them yeah. when they're ready. Yeah. Um, or just before you record. Yeah. The the, <laughs> the entire way of marketing and selling things now is totally different from the point when E3 and the other shows were originally set up as press events. It's it's completely different now. So I suppose I suppose now if you want to you know if you don't want to get lost in the absolute flood of you know news and releases and everything else, then you've got to capitalize on it. You know, like a lot of companies doing just before. Yeah, you know, look at and I think, look at I think, Activision Infinity so, Ward tomorrow. Yeah. And I think um, I think E three is now more for actually hands on and in depth looks at what they're doing rather than announcing it's happening in the first place. But we'll see. We'll see how much how much we learn in the next two weeks because there might be might be a fair amount. Cool. Yeah. Any well, other predictions? No, I just said anything? that. I would have a, a slight prediction that we might hear something from Capcom. And I think we might get news of the next Resident Evil game. Ooh. Interesting. Is there any brand the next, new? Not, the next you know. mainline one. Um, there, there has been a little bit of a circulating rumour about uh, Nemesis getting a remake like Resi 2. But actually, I wonder if we'll start to hear something about 8 whatever form that's going to take because we are a couple of years on since that since Resident Evil 7 and I, th I think it's about time especially after how well that was received and Resident Evil 2 was received yeah I mean like you say the, the remake went down a treat and I think most well everyone that I know pretty much got it and mm. loved it because they did a really good job of that so I wouldn't be surprised if they try and capitalise on yeah. that and Bring us a an, you know an entirely new new game of some kind and yeah know, go uh, with it. That's it. I think I think that's what we we might hear something from Capcom if we hear anything. Um, unless of course they just announced another Bomberman game. <laughs> <laughs> Bomberman game using the using the new engine for Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the RE Seven engine. Uh, I I would definitely play a Nemesis remake because that's that's one of the games I've not actually played the original of. So I'd, I'd yeah, that's great. Be a great good opportunity for to go and and do that finally. Yeah. And I'll mention one more, which I think we've already know this is going to be shown anyway. Um, but Final Fantasy VII. Nah, that's going to get uh, more coverage. Um, I'm I'm a bit the same as you, Ali, on it. I'm I'm not a a massive RPG fan. Whoa, 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 whoa. no, no. I'm a massive RPG fan. Are you just not a Final Fantasy fan? I'm not just fan, a fan of Final Fantasy VII. It's just, just a very specific guy. game. Yeah. I'm with you on this There's one. too much hype behind I it. Think, I think I've said it before, and I think I say it, I'll, I'll probably say it again because, you know, I've got to repeat the useful and good things that I say occasionally. Um, but I think Final Fantasy games, are, I think you have one that you you really gel with. And then all the rest, you you kind of are just shades of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the new one was good. Fifteen was good. I enjoyed good. that. Twelve, twelve was my is my jam. Everyone, well, that's only because you could set up your own little programs within it. Because oh, I'm a nerd, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I I I enjoy the Final Fantasy series. Eight was was my jam. I love that that game. I just I've played seven and I enjoyed it, 
but I just find there's too much hype behind it and I do feel that the the remake is going on a little bit too long for saying it's meant to be episodic released as well you would have thought that we'd at least have you know if we if we didn't have the first episode would it be at least two episodes deep by now for a game that's going to be pretty big you would have thought that we would be somewhere down the line by now and people going where's my next installment if they're still doing it that way and I just think I mean how long ago was it we they initially said and we got that trailer a couple of years oh god yeah two years ago Yeah. yeah three maybe four years I thought it was two it might be three and just come on where is it? If it's you know, it's meant to be episodic. Get it out there. <laughs> you should have yeah, finished one of the episodes. You said it might not be episodic anymore. I mean, it's, it's I, a no, massive think, game. It's over four CDs for goodness sake. I think they've confirmed <laughs> it. I think they've confirmed it still to be episodic recently. Right. So um, we're going we're gonna to see that from Square anyway. Um, do you think because we're we're on we're on the it won't be a podcast without talking about it? Do you think we will see something from IO about Hitman? About some new DLC. I know they've announced the bank that's coming out, but do you think we'll see anything from them anywhere? No, I no. I think they've been quite clear on their roadmap. Can I can I make a a really really ludicrous speculation? Yeah, I, uh, I want to see a port of Hitman on the Switch. Yes, at the very at the yeah. very least, the um the collection, the HD collection, but yeah, Hitman twenty sixteen on the Switch. Yeah. Well, didn't you get an answer to that, Ali, when you interviewed the guy? He didn't say no. He just said that it was it, kind of if the demand is there, they'd <laughs> look at no, it. It's just but not something they're we're not doing. looking at it. It was but, the technical limitations you mentioned. Yeah, but you could get Hitman One on it, surely. I, I think you, your HD collection is a more realistic possibility. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Speaking of the Switch, uh, what about these these new iterations? that have been rumoured yeah I don't know I don't know if that's just people's wishful thinking and someone's gone oh look they're announcing this I don't know because there's nothing official there's nothing been announced about them it could happen because they're on about doing an XL and they they have been known for their XLs whether we get an SX because people have said about having a smaller one I don't think it would go any smaller, personally. I think, I think the rumours have been there's going to be a, a pro one with an improved screen, more energy efficient. Yeah, doesn't sound like they're gonna doesn't sound like they're gonna dramatically improve the the hardware or the specifications because I don't think they want to they no. want to divide. Um, I don't think they want to split the market in that way. the The other one is the kind of the budget version that's been rumoured, which. Um, Sounds like it'll do away mm. with the the rumble feature and um, uh, might have the Joy-Con controllers permanently attached and not be dockable. So it sounds yeah. like it's a kids' version, basically. Yeah, <laughs> is what they're going for. What Don't just know. one, just yeah, just like a big chunky plastic <laughs> switch that you can't yeah. take apart, lose or destroy. No, and you could beat someone with. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't know. Don't know. It's, it's possible, but you never you can't predict anything with a Nintendo. No, at that's, all. That's very true. Very, very yeah. true. They are kings of random. You think Ubisoft have got it? Ubisoft have got the funny edge, and Nintendo just. Well, this is what you thought we were going to do. No, we're not even going to touch them. Screw you. 
We're just going to hand over to someone that's got a few other opinions about E3 and has actually been himself. And he does frequent the podcast quite often. Some say he visits an iron brew factory to add sugar. He is Stuart Cullen, our pet Glaswegian. All right. Hi. Right. So, um, yeah, E3 predictions. Um, I think this year will be a very... A very low-key affair, I think, with the, the missing of the likes of, well, EA's there, but they're not there, Sony, Nintendo being Nintendo, obviously, they're, they're doing their, their uh, direct presentation again, so it seems year on year that the, the show's dwindling, but to what some may believe is dwindling, I would argue, is actually a more interesting uh, Floor, shall we say, for your kind of your your double A's and your kind of indie guys, and maybe a wee bit more of the kind of experimental stuff. But when it comes to the nitty gritty, what am I kind of expecting from the actual presentations? Um, probably run for a few of them. Uh, Xbox are probably gonna they're gonna have the lion's share of this year's event I imagine um, I think they're gonna basically rally around the Gears of War shaped flag um, I think it'll be pretty much the backbone of their presentation which is totally understandable as it's coming out pretty soon um, I also think that they'll announce a beta possibly live I you can play it now uh, feeling that there'll be some new game added to Games Pass live uh, on the stage, um, which is always a nice wee thing. Uh, we might get a snifter of Halo Infinity, unlikely, because I hear that's now been pushed to a next box launch title. Uh, speaking of which, we'll probably get a teaser trailer of PR tech heads talking about the future and the power and stroking plastic cases and stuff as you do which uh, is always the way but I don't think we'll see a, a picture of the box or its proper name but we'll get a release window in next holidays so probably next October November time um, beyond that I expect maybe a snifter of Playgrounds Fable uh, coming um, I would expect that to happen because if we don't get that this year it's going to be a next gen title definitely I imagine um, possibly well also expect the next expansion pack for Forza Horizon 4 to be announced is this year we're not going to have another Horizon uh, not another Horizon but another Forza main title so it's a kind of oddity in the fact that there's not a main instalment of that or Horizon being announced so it leaves the door open to that. Expect what's, what's indie stuff in that for them as well. Um, as for Sony, uh, they've kind of already started the party with the Death Stranded news, um, which I think in turn has kind of impacted The Last of Us 2, which I think a lot of people will even know that if we're getting Death Stranded at the end of this year, that The Last of Us 2 will slip to the early next year. So it could be the last hurrah for the PS4, but I don't imagine the PS5 is that close. Again, next year's Christmas kind of period for that, I would imagine. Um, beyond that, I expect to see maybe more in the way of kind of VR stuff from them. Uh, I kind of hope they do that. Uh, I expect an update for about this, the Ninja game. Uh, Trosham's Ghost or whatever it was called. Uh, very spectacular last year. 
But again, without having an actual presentation, I don't know how this is going to manifest itself. Um, Nintendo, uh, Bowser's at the wheel, so I expect them to have a bit of fun. Uh, I expect them to show off things like uh, Animal Crossing, uh, the new Pokemon, uh, possibly Metro, Metroid, um, all good stuff. We might even get a snifter of the next DLC character for Smash. Um, and they always seem, Nintendo always seem to keep something up their sleeve, so I'm expecting something, maybe, maybe a new Labo set that's even more wackier and zanier than the VR set and stuff we just got, so I'm kind of excited to see that. Uh, moving away from the kind of big parties, um, with stuff like EA, Ubisoft, Square, uh, it's uh, it's open it's open things. There's every day at the moment we're hearing that like Ubisoft aren't bringing Beyond Good and Evil Two, and EA is not bringing Need for Speed. So what does that really leave us? Well, not a lot really. Um, there'll be the usual FIFA, Madden, NFA, NBA update standard. Um, there may be a kind of niche little indie game. Past years we've had Unraveled and uh, A Way Out, so that that's always quite nice to see for EA's side at least. Uh, possibly we'll get Snifters a Star Wars game. I expect it very much so. Um, but other than that, I don't really know. I'm kind of, we're a bit in a kind of void, you know. Um, and they don't. I think that's maybe why they're not showing. They're having such a big, a big presentation. Whereas the flip side, of Ubisoft. Ubisoft have already kind of hinted that we're obviously going to get maybe the Viking Assassin's Creed, a new Sam Fisher, uh, the Crew Free, uh, a lot, of, a lot of good, interesting stuff. A lot of sequels or prequels, um, which is a bit meh. Um, personally, I'd like to see maybe a bit more news about Rainbow Six, just to see if we're actually, if if we're ever going to actually get a second siege, or if we're we're still going to run this this engine into the ground. Um, uh, seeing as I've just launched another two operators, so we'll see. But again, with them missing Skull and Bones and uh, Beyond uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two, it leaves a kind of it's not so much what's not been shown; it's more a case of that they, if they're not being shown, it's the, it's the opening they create for everyone. That's the, the interesting. It shouldn't be a case at all. We're down in the dumps because they're not showing these titles. To be fair, we know about these titles. It's the unknown titles. So if they're not there, that means it's more show time for the unknown guys. Um, Square Enix will probably show the remaster of Final Fantasy VII. Take it or leave it if it's your thing. Um, we're going to get seen the Avengers one as well, which has been developed by Crystal Dynamic, which sounds pretty exciting. Um, but beyond that as well, you're going to have stuff like THQ Nor uh, Nordic, Nordic, which will no doubt show uh, an, an, ima an imaginary good word uh, of bits and bobs. Uh, Rebellion's going to be there as well. They're probably going to show Evil Genius 2. Maybe, maybe a tech demo for Sniper Elite 5. Um, and possibly a few other bits and bobs. I really hope they show as a Judge Dread game because I know they put the tenders out for that a few years ago, so they should kind of be bearing fruit just now. Um, so that's quite exciting. Um, but beyond that, it's it's pretty much a case of that's the kind of the major framework. Um, I don't imagine it will go down in the history books as the greatest E3 of all times, but I imagine it's uh, evolution each show, um, without such big players doing presentations and stuff and that, we're kind of, 
the, the, the shifts coming, um, and that's before you get to stuff like COD, because we don't know who COD's going to align with, or COD, COD's the last few years has uh, been aligned with Sony, play it there first and stuff, so are they going to align with Microsoft now, because obviously Microsoft's got a, a presentation and a big presence, whereas Sony don't, so that's an interesting one, or Sony going to do a cheeky direct style video again, an access video during the show, again we don't we don't know about that, um, so it's open, to, it's open to interpretation, but yeah, I imagine walking a walk out, I, I think... I don't think this is the death of this gen's E3. I think we've at least got one more in us before we can say goodbye to the, the, the kind of old school stuff. But I definitely think this is the kind of this is where they'll ramp up the content and the games, and you'll get more interesting and kind of more out there titles to play uh, coming forward. And I, I totally, I totally embrace that. Um, whether that be Treble A or Indie. Um, as well as the kind of tech that we're doing, the kind of Labo, VR, whatever it may be, um, it's all it's all pushing in that direction. So yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm not as um, hyped at the moment, but that's because there's nothing really to be hyped at. Because to be fair, I'm by getting excited about project names and projects. We like looking at black boxes and that. At the end of the day, black box is a black box. It's what the worlds and universes that lets me enjoy and journey to and tales I can tell that's where the, the enjoyment comes from so I think that'll be next year's E3 um, or they'll do a cheeky wee thing at Gamescom like they did with the X and show it there but um, as it stands yeah that's my kind of predictions a kind of vast shotgun pellet shot approach to the, the, the kind of where we're going to be and where we're going to go um, hopefully we don't cross over too much with the rest of the guys, but yeah, that's my 10 pence and no doubt you'll all be able to link up after the show and we can comment on who was right and who was wrong playing that age-old game E3 Bingo. Anyway, I'll catch you later guys. Catch yous. Right, come on then. What, um, what have the listeners been predicting? One of, one of Stuart Neal's predictions goes on a Sega tangent about their presentation, which is... Rubbish because they're not even doing a presentation. Are we I think that's, that ludicrous that's the point about the ludicrous predictions, Ali. They're all fake. Well, I know they're all <laughs> fake, but it's got to be, be an essence of truth in it for it to, you know, be ludicrously but possibly true. But it's on about Shenmue three. Um, I guess that's going to be on the the Sony thing whenever they do their thing, whatever it is they're doing. Is it exclusive to the PlayStation? I don't know whether it's exclusive, but I think they've got. I don't know, some kind of, you know, the publishers lean towards one mm. hardware because I think it was, there was something to maybe, do with that. Maybe, maybe I'd, I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not really following Jammu 3, if I'm honest. I did like his point about, uh, I, I don't entirely feel you're in the, you, you're getting the spirit of it there, Ali, when you're looking at them. <laughs> oh, I know they're meant to be ludicrous and completely out there, but Stu goes to another level of mentalness with these things. <laughs> To the point I don't understand. <laughs> I think he's almost nailed it with the with the Kojima Productions one though, which is uh, Kojima Productions presentation for Death Stranding will be Kojima on stage uh, introducing a nonsensical trailer. Uh, think perfume advert, but moodier, bringing out Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro. All of them reach inside their jackets and pull out hip flasks, each of which is a different shape but looks similar to something in the trailer. Opening them, clink together, have a drink, 
and then for the next three minutes and 27 seconds exactly, the three men stand on stage noiselessly gulping down air. <laughs> it's so the one that he did put was Doug Bowser will be dressed as Bowser for at least part of the Nintendo presentation. Oh, that's, got to, that's got to happen, hasn't it? Yeah, that's not even ludicrous. That's possibly going to happen. Or at least have a T-shirt or something on. And then Deadpool to be announced as DLC for Mortal Kombat 11. Possible. Oh, that's, uh, that's a nice one because I've been racking my brains over who they could potentially bring in. And uh, oh, Deadpool would be would be very good in that game. EA will announce that Tiger Woods is back as a cover star of the next PGA <laughs> game because he's actually won something again. Yeah, that's not beyond the realms of possibility. I uh, I quite like the suggestion of Power Loader DLC for uh, Forkula Simulator 2019. Yeah, yeah, I'd play that. <laughs> I'd definitely play that. Can you can you imagine the tutorial? Lift these boxes, put these missiles on the dropship, escort this alien queen off the Slarko. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Yes. Forklift, Forklift Simulator nineteen is uh, on pre order on Steam at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power loader DLC is not true, sadly. Did we get any predictions from anybody that wasn't Stuart Neil? No. You know what he's like whenever you ask him to make a list. He loves it too much. Uh, Mark Hamer said uh, Nintendo oh, are going to pivot. Nintendo are going to pivot to a cloud base uh, as a service. <laughs> cloud base. No, Nintendo will pivot to a cloud based games as a service model with voice chat directly from the Switch. That would be nice, though, wouldn't it? Uh, achievements, Twitch connectivity, uh, and they'll get the devolver digital people to handle their direct and treehouse streams. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. Uh, that's you know, there's probably elements of that that aren't too far from the truth. So there you go. If you've got any, uh, if you've got any crazy speculation or even some sensible speculation about what's going to be coming out at E3, then why not get in touch with us by tweeting at Codec Moments? Then Matt can deal with it. Yeah, we want to. We want to know what you think. Um, we want to know what you want. Actually, what what do you want to come out at E3 this year? That's within the realms of possibility. Um, yeah, let us know. Right, well, thank you very much. Uh, that was quite good fun. I quite enjoyed talking about uh, some of the stuff we're hoping to see. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our, that's our E3 speculation. We'll know in a couple of weeks whether it's right or wrong, and uh, we're planning on bringing that to you live. When will that be? We're, we're thinking it's going to be the 14th of June, and we will keep you notified on Twitter. We will try and give people at least 10 days' notice this time once we've got dates confirmed and technical gremlins sorted out. We will also remind everybody on the next podcast, which is going to be the May Codec Momentum update. Matt might look a little bit greyer after doing all those calculations, but I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah, well, I've I've been doing my bit for his sanity and uh, that in in having completely failed to complete any games. So <laughs> oh, I've done one. I need to tweet. <laughs> right, and on that, good night. Bye. Goodbye. Good day. Bye. See you later. Bye.